Hey there, welcome to episode 35 of the Let's Innovate for Vegas audio program. I am your host, Managing Director of the Innovate for Vegas Foundation, Dan Hugo, a solo show today, as usual, but I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Today we are going to talk about why hackathons matter, why they're important, and why you should participate or at least support local hackathons, local innovation by local innovators. That's our game Uh, The 2023 NASA International Space Apps Challenge is done. I say good. (laughs) It was taking up a lot of time. Uh, I work for free, and we have a ton of stuff to do, so it's good that that's uh, done for the year. Uh, Done, I say, except for one team. I was going to have them on for this episode, but because they are minors, I was waiting for parental permission. Don't want to upset anyone. And... uh, Homework prevails as well, so couldn't make that happen this time. But, as I said, uh, LV Champs was our nominee for Global Judging, which will take place between now, today by the way is October 19th, between now and mid-November, schedule always subject to uh, change. NASA is a government agency after all, after all. So uh, if LV Champs gets uh, top 10, I think, I think they're going to select 10 uh, semifinalists of sorts to advance to the final executive judging. So uh, hopefully if we, or maybe maybe either way, we'll see if they uh, get it or not in about a month. That will give parents a time to, parents time, not a time, give parents time uh, to get back to me, give me the nod. Uh, certainly don't want to upset anyone, like I said. Always above board here at the Innovate for Vegas Foundation, podcasts, and otherwise. So uh, there will be other hackathons and challenges in the future. Oh, by the way, the uh, links to not only the LV Champs team page, but also all of the six teams that participated in Las Vegas are in the show notes. So why does this matter? Well, first of all, a couple more details about the NASA event this year. The largest hackathon in the world the largest that takes place on one single weekend anyway. Um, Sometimes there'll be a hackathon that goes for a month or weeks, and those may have larger numbers or more diverse or who knows. I mean, that depends on a number of things. But as far as a weekend hackathon, a 38-hour, 59-minute contiguous block of simultaneous hackery around the world, uh, certainly, if not the largest, then certainly one of. We had 12 people participate. They formed six teams. And again, the link to all of the teams, the six teams, are in the show notes. The teams tag, tag, tab of the Las Vegas event page. uh, So the teams and their projects that were selected are visible there. That's information that they they have provided. And so I will will not dox unwittingly our nominee team of two. Again, they are minor high school students, and I don't want to, uh, without asking them first, I don't want to mention them, but they did provide information on their team page. So whatever they have posted there for LV Champs, you can check that out. And hopefully we'll uh, see if we can have them on when the the executive judging round is taking place. Maybe they'll they'll be a part of it. Uh, We had uh, two judges, Alex and Fabian, both from Caltech days. Uh, Caltech is a rival in the nerdiest way possible with my alma mater, Harvey Mudd College. 
the rivalry is mostly about stealing things in creative ways. Just mention the canon. You'll get hours and hours of fun. Uh, they're Caltech educated and professionally interested in our outcomes. And uh, of course, we thank them, as I have done several times already, for taking the judging role that they each had actually quite seriously. I'm not saying that to suggest that they weren't going to, but uh, I appreciate their time that they did spend. It was hard to come by people willing to volunteer their time. And so I definitely appreciate that. Uh, they went through the four projects that were submitted of the six teams, four submitted projects on time before on or about midnight, as they say, uh, on October 8th. So they went and followed the judging prescription came up with uh, their rankings. I, I checked separately just for my, my own gratification, I suppose, but also just as a checksum. So theirs was the vote. The two, two selections, they did agree. I agreed with them separately. I, I completely avoided uh, checking their outcome until I had reached my conclusion. We concurred. All good. So, but, but all of the people who participated, of course, are part of our innovation culture moving forward. So that's essential. That's part of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, the annual event, by the way, in case you're curious, what, what makes the largest single weekend continuous hackathon in the world that? Here are some rough numbers as uh, NASA has published thus far. They do make a infographic and various other promotion materials regarding the, the annual event. So each year they create a nice visually pleasing image with numbers and pictures and so on and, and reports and web content and so on. But here are the numbers that they sent out on 16, 16 October, I believe, 17, 17 October. So as of 17 October, the published numbers, drum roll please, 57,900 plus registered participants. That means people who registered to participate does not mean they actually did. For example, Las Vegas event had 30 people registered, 12 people participated. So even if half, like 27, 20, I'm sorry, uh, what would that be? Uh, 28, 28,950 plus people. Is that right? Uh, participated that would also be a big hackathon. So, but yeah, 57,900 plus people registered around the world between, I believe it was July 28th and the end of the event. People could register to participate right up until the final minute, which makes event planning very tricky. <laughs> but uh, we didn't have to worry about that. There were 8,400 plus teams. So as I mentioned, we had six teams registered for the Las Vegas event. One team had six people. One, one team had two. That was LB Champs, by the way. And then the other four teams had one person each. So that's 12 people. 8,400 teams around the world. All these are global international event, global stats. 5,500 project submissions. 5,500 plus project submissions. So again, we had four project submissions uh, that were within the, the uh, time frame of the hackathon. So they were legal, I guess. They were accepted. Uh, 402 local events with registrations. There were some local events that 
were formally configured as local events, but they had zero people participating, or registered, I should say, presumably also zero participating. So 402 local events with actual registrations doesn't mean participants. So these are the data that will be eventually uh, extracted, probably turned into some other infographics. 150 plus countries from around the world participated. As expected, uh, India, the country, had a probably, uh, roughly speaking, on, on first blush, the largest national participation as far as registration, but also judging from the photos they were sending of their preparations, uh, boot camps, and other uh, pre-hackathon gatherings, and then the hackathon itself, they had substantial participation. So they will probably be number one yet again this year. Uh, Egypt also had thousands of years of innovation culture. What are you going to do, right? So Cairo and uh, a couple of cities in, uh, in India. India had a mixture of in-person and virtual, so they could have been anywhere. So it's probably fair to view India as a, um, gen you know, generally across the country. Uh, Cairo itself, I believe they were having an in-person event with thousands of people registered and 1,200 people showing up to boot camps and whatnot. Very impressive. Although not the end goal, which I will get to in a moment. All 30 of the supplied challenges were addressed in one way or another. One, there was a bonus challenge, a choose-your-own-adventure. That was not eligible for global judging, so I'm not even sure if they collected stats on that. But all 30 of the available challenges across skill levels, across different focus areas, anything from VR, game development, presentation, um, directory of uh, innovation, I think it would be a fair summary, uh, organizing an event and tools to do that and so on. So that there, was a, there was a nice spectrum of possible events, I'm sorry, challenges and um, for this event. And sometimes hackathons have challenges that are predefined like this. Other times they will all be choose your own adventure or somewhere in between. So we'll get to that too. But uh, that's the basic rundown of the 2023 International Space Apps Challenge. Uh, Las Vegas had not participated since 2021, which is not that long ago. We, in 2021, had 12 people participate. We had four teams submit projects. So about the same. So we'll see if we can uh, grow that into the future. But the number is not important. Again, I will get to that in a moment. What is a hackathon again? You're probably asking yourself right now, what is this hackathon thing? Is it breaking into banks? Is it hackers stealing my Bitcoin? No. Unfortunately, the media has uh, hijacked the term. Hacking used to be sitting in the basement at MIT working on your programming project all night when you had access to the server because server time was hard to come by. So staying up all night, hacking as you would, cutting down a tree, putting in the work, uh, long hours until you uh, don't even remember your own name. So hackathons, marathon, two great tastes. Yeah, so unfortunately hacking has gotten a bad rap. If you're a hacker, if you're hacking, if you've been caught hacking, Russian hackers, state hackers, you're trouble. But no, that's not what a hackathon is. Not in our book. Hackathons are ideation sprints. Their time is to focus effort, maybe with a time limit. But generally speaking, they're more about ideation. That means coming up with ideas, usually in collaboration with others. 
And usually it's something you don't do day to day. If you just go to work every day and do the same thing, that's not a hackathon. That's uh, that's prison. No, I'm just kidding. The But if you ever have a 20% project at your workplace or if you take a weekend and have a hobby or take on a like a side gig or maybe you're starting a startup of your own, so you take you take a few hours a week, maybe on the weekend, and you try to make progress, advance your cause. And if you are working with co-founders or with a team or, you know, there's, if it's more than just you, or maybe it's just you, you can view that as a hackathon. You're taking ideas and implementing things and you don't have much time. Sometimes you're doing things that you've never done before. So that's, that's approximately a hackathon. doesn't have to be, uh, computers. There is much like the media owning the term for, uh, criminals or bad actors a uh, hackathon does not, by definition, have to include laptops and Red Bull and pizza. A hackathon could be anything, any focused ideation, uh, sometimes with a ticking clock. You could have a, I, in an earlier episode on this very audio program, I had a hackathon during the recording of the episode. So you can, you can make it an hour, a four hour, 10 hour, three days, a month. Usually it's just the notion that you're focusing your ideation powers discussions, collaboration, some whiteboard or dry race, taking advantage of the sharing of ideas, trying to do something new. Normally the hackathon is really focused on the ideation and doing something novel, something new that you don't always do. So, and then again, some companies do the 20% project or they will have what's called a design sprint, not to be confused with agile sprints. That's a different thing. But uh, it could be anything. It could be uh, the length of time could vary. Like I said, uh, it could be an hour or a month. Uh, the outcome might be surprising. Sometimes uh, a design f- sprint will aim at innovating on a particular product component, a new feature, but it's not something you're working on daily, right? It's basically we're going to decide whether this feature is feasible, whether the team we have can tackle it, whether we need to hire people. But you want to get input from your team, not just the coders, it might be the marketing people and so on. And I'll, I have a story about that. So yeah, an innovation sprint or a design sprint is a chance to, with the hackathon mentality, actually try new ideas that your participants are not working on the rest of their time. So they can try novel ideas. It's a nice way to freshen up the the day, the week, the month, to do something new, to do something everybody's been wanting or thinking about wanting to do, to see if there's budget or a path or etc. <clears throat> so hackathons for the general population, like this NASA event, are analogs, and they do allow a deviation from uh, your normal work or school day. In this case, a challenge was provided, or 30, and um, a team of one to six people can pick one, could pick one, and uh, see what they can do with it. And in the case of this one, uh, a 38-hour, 59-minute clock was ticking down, and four teams here in Las Vegas made their submissions on time. And we don't recognize nor celebrate that enough. And that's what our My Muni project is about and the Challengers platform in particular, which we will have more to talk about later, not in this episode. So innovation culture here in Vegas and elsewhere can thrive with a population of innovators. Uh, these are creative and motivated thinkers, not only thinking or talking about thinking, but doing, taking action, participating in hackathons, 
participating in any number of ways, by the way. They're a way to encourage lateral thinking. So if you spend your day doing, um, let's take something super boring. You spend your day um, inflating ping pong balls. And so on the weekend, you are able to participate in a hackathon, creating a new menu for a new restaurant. Totally different from your day-to-day job. So it's a great way to uh, encourage lateral thinking, uh, to try skills that you don't use day-to-day, and to add some pressure of the ticking clock and maybe some competition to turn it into a game or turn it into a, a challenge. Maybe there'll be a prize or you know free food. Everybody loves free food. So it's a change of pace. It changes the uh, the mindset and the focus, and it's a way to distract yourself from the mundane. And who knows? Maybe you come up with something new and interesting, and maybe you won a prize or get free food. <laughs> uh, most important, though, it's an experience uh, the ta- the experience of tackling unusual problems. <clears throat> using novel ideas developed in collaboration or competition, sometimes competition with others, so that our reach may extend, um, may exceed our grasp, is ultimately the take-home, right? It's the focus, uh, focused ideation. Did I say focused? Huh. Focused ideation, often with others, outside of your comfort zone, your reach exceeding your grasp. That is the, that is the value proposition of the hackathon. It's why... Not only you should participate, but you should support those who do. And you should support events that are hackathon or challenge focused because they are ultimately a a drastic uh, addition, elevation of the innovation culture, the entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem. Project outcomes are interesting, uh, but the outcome, uh, the key outcome, I should say, is a population of innovators who want to do this again. That is, uh, events should be fun, the challenges should be achievable. Uh, Being frustrated halfway through, uh, which I think maybe one person was early on in the actual hackathon event for the NASA ISAC. But if you are frustrated or if you don't have fun, then you don't want to do it again. So a hackathon is a sort of a delicate balance between accomplishment and fun, the learning and the sense of accomplishment and uh, or achievement, if you like, actually building or making or demonstrating or presenting some uh, some outcome is high on the list, and it's certainly satisfying for the people participating, and that can that can lead to wanting to have another go at the next hackathon or challenge. But at the end of the day, even losing, as in not being able to finish, not being able to present, not placing in a competition, that's not really losing. You are you win for participating. And if that is the overarching uh, take-home, then that's a good event. And ideally, the real outcome, like I said, is more of the population wanting to be innovators who want to participate in hackathons, challenges, and in general, innovation. Trying new ideas together is a uh, is a great way to prepare yourself for starting companies, to work in collaborative uh, groups and teams, to compete against others. Uh, that's how marketplace works. <laughs> and if you can have fun while doing it, and if you can learn something too, everybody wins. So hackathons are not just for weekends. Uh, this is the story I was going to tell you. <clears throat> Pardon me. I used to work at Intel. Uh, while at Intel, I participated in as a mentor or a co-organizer. Uh, 47 hackathons and a reality show, but that's for that's for another time. Uh, we hosted a real innovation sprint 
uh, for a week in Ireland in Weekslip at the uh, in IR5 if you're curious with a company in England that made backpacks. I won't say who it was, but you can figure it out. I think they invented the knapsack, or they they invented it. Yeah, they did invent it. Yeah, knapsack. Uh, they brought their marketing and product teams, but they had no engineering. They had no engineering whatsoever. So Intel hired for the week some uh, hackathon savvy engineers, developers, hackers, and had a hackathon. Uh, at the end of the week, uh, I I helped out on one of the teams. Uh, I think I was not formally part of it, but I somehow got roped into it, which is fine. The There were three teams. We wrote some ideas on a whiteboard. Actually, it was yellow, I think, kind of yellowed beige. So a dry erase board. And uh, we circled, made three circles, and each team took a circle and went ahead with it. We had some usable demos at the end of, uh, it was probably Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. I think it was Thursday afternoon. Nothing spectacular, nothing really finished, nothing ready to ship. The marketing and the product people came up with some presentations. They were they were involved in the specking of the, the challenges, so to speak. And at the end of the week, we made our presentations and the CEO of the company got up at the end and said, apologies for the plumbing, I gotta get that fixed. Um, he stood up and said, this was like three years of engineering in three days. That's pretty exciting. Uh, since they didn't have an engineering group, maybe he was just making that up, but it felt and sounded good. So like I mentioned, some people will enable a 20 companies, companies, employers will enable a 20% project option. So you can take uh, you know, a Friday and you have a chance to spend some of that time on your own ideas. Maybe they are, well, they're probably owned by the company because that's how that works, but you get to kind of pick your own way. Um, many companies that we all know and mildly dislike have been known to enable their employees to do such things. The value proposition for the employee is always something to check into. The company benefits, make sure the employees do as well. But these uh, innovation sprints or hackathons can be used as part of a 20% project development process to encourage uh, maybe even gamified as in the, you know, the competition or the even straight up competition between teams working on their 20% projects to see which one gets, gets to move forward, gets to advance. So it's a way to make it fun. And again, the company probably wins because they're already paying you and they're getting new ideas. (laughs) Make sure you win too, if you participate in this, uh, ideation over a fixed time span with a general direction, whether or not there's a specific goal is how you might start a new business. If you think about it, a startup could come from a weekend hackathon project. It could be from a weekend of just throwing ideas around without formally being at a hackathon. But I have certainly witnessed myself startups forming or startup teams. The startup itself may not have come from the hackathon. I've seen at least one, one, two. I mean, there's so many, so many people participate and I don't know everybody, obviously, but let's just say it happens a team that works well together at one hackathon will go to another, go to another. Maybe they go to some with prize money. They win the prize money. They go to another. They've essentially formed a little ad hoc startup already. And then they go on to form actual startups with a modicum of success. 
And so a hackathon could be viewed as a sort of a staging ground for actual ideas or team formation. Or, hey, if you're a smart recruiter, you go to hackathons and see which people work well together or which people take leadership roles, take pivoting well, take stress well. So, yeah, smart recruiters. By the way, Intel used to go to uh, Hack MIT, Hack RU. They used to send recruiters to the you know the top tier schools to their hackathons to just check it out because that's what you see when you go to uh, nice hackathons with smart people who are motivated. It doesn't have to be software; it could be anything. You could be looking to stock a restaurant with new uh, restaurant like a chef and uh, a sous chef and and uh, line cooks and and the crew. How cool would it be if there were food hackathons and you could just go see people working? Sometimes they call it Chopped or Iron Chef, but in person would be kind of fun. And who wouldn't want to go and check out the outcome of those? So as this mindset becomes commonplace, a culture of innovation will become apparent. And that's one of the reasons why hackathons matter. Because once there's some momentum behind this notion that you can actually get something by spending some time, a weekend or a couple days, or any amount of time that you put in on a something like a hackathon, it will come back to you. And it will also come back to the people around you. Uh, you can work on any number of things. Like I said, it doesn't have to be, this is not, not often understood. It's worth repeating many times. A uh, hackathon, if it hasn't been turned into something bad by media turning hackers into criminals, it's been turned into a, oh, it must be software. <clears throat> it must be people sitting with their laptops awake all night, usually more, more of one gender than the other. Um, so that's the image that people often have, but a hackathon can be anything. Could be, uh, could be any new project, a new menu for a restaurant. Like I said, a uh, new clothing line. It could be a new media. Like, has anyone ever heard of jazz, right? Get together and come up with some new tunes, new, uh, rhythms, new anything. It could be anything. The list is completely unconstrained. And when you have this mindset, when you are able to say, Hey, we're having a food sprint, or a food hackathon, or you know, whatever. It could be anything. I use food a lot because in Vegas, the culinary union is very strong, and we have at least two of every kind of restaurant you can imagine. So we, we kind of understand that here, probably arguably more than the traditional hackathon. So maybe I should start pushing food hackathons. So what comes next? Uh, our participation in the uh, NASA hackathon was okay. We, uh, we need work on our innovation culture. We need to cultivate more of a presence, more of an awareness, a path to discovery so that people even know what's happening, but also know who is participating and what they did. Your time should be well spent, but also uh, appreciated, recognized, celebrated. That's the challenger program I've mentioned. Uh, numerical participation is interesting. Through our registration effort, I would frequently reference the uh, some of the other cities in other countries. I would often refer to the Silicon Valley registration count. This is sort of a cheerleading effort. But at the end of the day, that's a key performance indicator, which is not completely interesting. It's interesting, not completely interesting. Uh, the key results that we actually want to approach, our objectives include these key results, <laughs> the desire to participate. Right? Even if people couldn't participate, or if they heard about it after, oh, I wish I could have. I didn't know about it. But just the fact that it's not completely alien and doesn't get a, a nose turned up or a, or a, why would I want to do that? 
So a desire to participate. If that grows, and not specific numbers, but just a general part of cultivating the innovation culture, the desire to participate in these things, challenges, hackathons, and so on, is a great key result if we can get there. Uh, understanding of the value proposition, understanding that it's not wasted time. There's actually a return on the investment. Even if you are not able to complete the challenge or if your idea doesn't win a prize, the process, the ideation, the collaboration, the competition, the ticking clock, doing things you don't normally do, learning, having some fun along the way. These are the important things. That's the value proposition. Uh, the other stuff is a bonus. Uh, if you can recognize outcomes, recognize those who did take part, like I said, recognize and celebrate people for making a difference. They are part of the innovation culture when they take the time. And I cannot, I'm just going to repeat it again. It doesn't have to be software. Uh, I'm, I'm really thinking now about doing a food hackathon, <laughs> but anytime there's a pop-up or something where people are trying out new menu ideas and so on, it's, it's similar thinking. It's a different implementation, but similar idea. And, uh, if we can recognize that and the value and be willing as, uh, the audience, if we can be willing to take part by watching or, or, uh, trying things out or judging if there are judges or, watching presentations, if there are presentations, testing the menu items, tasting and, and commenting, et cetera. So it's a, it's a full spectrum activity for our innovation culture to have people innovating and people participating on the outside of that, looking in, tasting in, et cetera, and celebrating the accomplishment. So again, if, uh, if LV Champs is one of the top 10 and they move on to executive judging, that should be celebrated. Where is that going to happen? Not in any local media that we have here today. So that's why we need to, as part of our culture of innovation, make sure that we implement tools and pathways and usual spots where people will know to look. What's the, what's the challenge this month? Oh, Hacktoberfest. Oh, Congressional App Challenge. Oh, Congressional Art Competition. Oh, Smart City Hackathon. Oh, uh, Snowflake Hackathon. Snowflake is a big database company. So there is any number of ways that a hackathon can be a super high value component of an innovation culture, certainly of an entrepreneurial innovation ecosystem. And these are key results I just mentioned that we can look for. So it's not the numbers. It's not the 12 people who have participated. It's not the 30 who signed up. Although I wish 30 and 12 would have been a little bit closer together. RSVPs are not taken seriously in Las Vegas for some reason, but uh, it's not those hard numbers. It's a direction and it's growth. It's appreciation of the value overall, whether you're participating yourself or you just know about it, or maybe, maybe you want to sponsor uh, support from our ecosystem is critical. So uh, financial promotional or personal support. So yeah, food and beverage, t-shirts, banners, stickers, you know, sponsorship in general, branded sponsorship, right? You get your, get your name on the t-shirt or whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, and a place to actually mention that, right? Our local media today is not going to mention the international space apps challenge brought to you by Don Jacobson, right? I'm calling out Don cause he's always been supportive with the city of Las Vegas, but nobody will mention that. So being a sponsor is a uh, kind of low visibility. So we need to elevate 
that's part of our culture of innovation to appreciate the people that enable this stuff, people, companies, brand names, financial support, and so on. Getting the word out is tricky. We do not have $2.3 billion to spend on a sphere and we are not uh, paving the strip. So I don't know about you, but U2 is not planning to participate in any of our hackathons. So we need to be able to be discovered, getting the word out. That could be organic. could be mentioning it to a friend. That is a huge problem in Nevada also. Uh, side note, I did reach out to Washoe County, to people at UNR, to people in Edon, to people who are in the tech scene. Got mostly ignored. Uh, our event was hybrid and in, in the end was virtual only. Anyone in the state of Nevada or on the planet for that matter could have been a part of the Las Vegas event. Um, people in Nevada are not great at hitting the reply button. That needs to change. Uh, personal participation is critical. Parents, teachers, people in the hood, mentors, uh, chaperones of younger participants, uh, people who are blogging or publishing on social media. If you go to a food truck event or a new restaurant opening and you post pictures about it, you should go to a hackathon and do the same. It's that recognition, celebration, general acknowledgement of people who are making the innovation culture here that should be taken very seriously. We actually don't have a strong social media presence yet because people don't recognize what we're trying to accomplish. We are not committing crimes or politics on the strip or in greater Vegas in general. We're trying to do innovative things with local innovation by local innovators. And this doesn't rise to the level of attention that I believe it deserves. And that needs to change. So that is that. That's why hackathons are important. Even more so, the people who participate in them, the participants and the enablers, the ecosystem as a whole, uh, cannot stress enough the value not only of financial support for food and snacks and t-shirts and so on, but just being there, posting on social media, telling a friend, sharing with your, your uh, colleagues at work or school, having people be excited about it and celebrating the outcomes and doing it again. These are all how the future will unfold in our innovation destination that is Greater Vegas. So that's all I have to say today. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, October 19th, 2023, the year is uh, winding down. We, uh, we have canceled the remainder of our in-person hackathon meetups for the rest of the year, and we are unlikely to change that anytime soon on a recurring basis. So as I say this, we have already had our final hackathon for our projects. Our hackathons were always uh, a weekend, not staying awake all weekend, not 38 hours in a row, <laughs> but a weekend opportunity, you know, same weekend every month to meet up at the Innovation Center downtown, thanks Don Jacobson, with a whole bunch of whiteboard mar markers, uh, dry erase markers, expo provided by the former Punch Code Bootcamp to ideate innovate and implement more ideation than anything else. Uh, turnout was always very low. Why? Because we don't have our innovation, uh, culture of innovation quite dialed in yet. So hopefully this International Space Apps Challenge has been a potential seed. And we'll see if we can't make that germinate. And we'll go on from there. But uh, as the end of the year approaches and a new year will begin, we'll see what we can make of it. And uh, hopefully you will consider participating in hackathons in the future. 
of whatever size and scale, whether it's food, drink, space, or otherwise. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll leave it there. Like, subscribe, share, all the other stuff. Take it easy. Until next week.